three, two, one. Daybreaks and aches. I'll be running when my feet hit the ground. Welcome to From One Mom to Another with Cindy Anderson. I subscribe to the belief that women need women. As a mother of seven, she is versed in all aspects of the triumphs, joys, and challenges of parenting. Tap into your own strengths and trust that you are the best mother your children ever had. And give yourself some credit. Take some time to breathe. You are doing better than you think. Now here's Cindy. You are all doing better than you think. Hey everyone, welcome to From One Mom to Another. I am really excited about today's show. As usual, I have my daughter, Stephanie Taylor, with me, and today we are going to discuss one of my most popular chapters in my book, One Mom to Another. It is called, You Can't Choose Your Children's Memories. First, a little backstory. For a few summers in a row, when Stephanie's children were little, she would bring them all out for an extended visit in the summer. Yes, that doesn't quite capture <laughs> awesomeness of what it was like to live with your parents for a month and have grandparents just scooping your kids up, taking them off to go do things. Um, just a month long party. It was, it was so fun. And I remember, you know, at, at one of the first times you came out, I still had Caroline and Michael, which is child number six and seven home. And so I was playing, I was grandma and mother. <clears throat> I remember having your three girls sitting, you know, cause I have a rule nobody sits on my counters on kitchen counters right right you probably remember that that role (laughs) and um and all three of your girls sitting on the island making cookies and caroline and michael came down they looked at me they looked at them like they're on the counters they looked at each other they walked over to the kitchen counter kind of looked at me again got up on the counter and sat there and i turned around i got you two down off that counter you you know better. You know better. Yeah. <laughs> right. I am yeah. not your grandmother. <laughs> and on the flip side of that, I don't let my kids hit each other. That's pretty standard. And I would tell them, guys, no hitting. And I would turn then and tackle Michael. Yes. As any awesome. self-respected older sibling does. Right. Well, you... Had... Like, what? What? <laughs> Why? I... I know. Well, you and Michael, the whole time you were here, had an ongoing kind of ninja attack game going sure. that never ended. And so it's still Michael. It's still. <laughs> and so ever just randomly, one of you would jump out and attack the other one. Yeah. And I do remember the one time your kids were actually in trouble for fighting. And then you turned around and put Michael in a head hold. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> So when I say it was a month-long party or two months or three-month-long party, however long, because I feel like some summers lasted, our our visits lasted a month, some lasted three months. Yeah. I would, my friends would ask me, oh my gosh, isn't that so hard to, you know, travel lots of kids by yourself and, you know, live out of someone else's home? And there are some hard elements to it, but it was just a constant fun party and it was so worth every yeah. castle getting out there getting back you know, yeah whatever. some of my some of my favorite memories and you know that's kind of the, th- the theme well it is the theme of our podcast is about memories and not able to choose your children's memories and it was one of these visits that you totally rocked my world oh boy there was one day I had Avery up on my lap 
And I think I think you had gone gone off with maybe one of your sisters or something. Anyway, you had gotten home, and I had her on my lap, and I was singing her some songs. And um, you kind of st- stood there while I was, you know, finishing up. And then oh, she got down off. Yeah, she got down off my lap, and I said, "Do you remember me singing you these songs?" And what was your answer? What was your answer, Stephanie? But I don't remember. You don't remember? <laughs> I was crushed. First off. First off, I had a plan. My plan was that I was going to sing these silly songs and all my kids would remember them. Not only would they remember them, but they would discuss them and sing them at my funeral. It was going to have such an impact on their life and you well, had no memory. I, I will tell everyone at your funeral that you sang songs to me. <laughs> But I, I do remember you singing those songs to the younger siblings and thinking, wow, my mom is just this amazing, yeah. amazing singer-songwriter. And there was one song in particular that I love that you would sing the boys. And you would even sing it to me as, even as an older kid. And I'm going to embarrass myself here and just sing a little part of it. But you would sing, I love you so and so, yes I do. I love you, fill in the name. It's true. And you know, yada yada. Yeah. And I just thought that is just the cutest song in the whole world. And then fast forward to a drama class that you signed me up for. And <laughs> my teacher had us do parts of um, Bye Bye Birdie. And he starts playing your song. And he starts singing along to it. And I'm thinking, I'm sorry, how did you get a hold of my mother's song? Because <laughs> that is a Cindy Anderson original, I'm sure. And turn, turns out, which was actually not a Cindy yeah. Anderson original. Well, I, I appreciate you, you sticking up for me. I mean, I appreciate you, you know. Sure. Was, um, yeah. It was embarrassing. It's fine. I'm not, I'm not scarred. <laughs> you're not scarred. You're, you're doing okay. Yeah, I just, um, my ability to remember words and songs isn't great. And so I just made them up. I mean, I just made the, well, I did make the songs up. Well, some of my, I mean, there were a couple, a couple originals, but um, for the most part, I just changed the, changed the words. And they're just silly little songs. And it broke my heart because I, had really thought that this, you know, every night we would have a song and a, and a story and say our prayers and go right, to bed. And right. I thought I was just creating these wonderful memories that would stay in your brain forever. And in a sudden realization, um, what I had thought I had planned so carefully and so um, well uh, right, right. turned out not to be well at all. And I just thought, where did I go wrong? Like, as a mother, how did I fail in this? Right. I mean, I I just thought any mistake that I made would have been burned away by the shining memory of a mother who sang to them. Yeah, no, it probably did. I just, sure. okay, but to be fair to you, I just pulled out an old journal of mine from five years ago and was rereading it. And I have no memory of even those memories. So to be fair to you. <laughs> oh, they happened. Yeah. I just didn't, I just should have recorded them. But 
But my, but the point that we're going to get here to here is, you know, our kids, our kids are going to remember what they're going to remember. And, um, you know, after I got all over the shock and the dismay and bless your heart, you were, you were trying to assure me with all your kindness and goodness that you, you would, you would take up the cause at my funeral. Um, I'll, I'll let the people know. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I asked you, okay, so if what is your favorite memory of me? And you came up with the following story. Yes. So, gosh, I don't remember how old I was. Somewhere in my early teenage years, probably. There was that really bad blizzard that came through our part of Indiana. And school had shut down. And um, it was pretty barely cold like it wasn't like a fun snow it wasn't right a, no it was that icy snow mm-hmm. but you ended up sending us out <laughs> in the snow <laughs> yes I did even though I, I believe we protested quite quite thoroughly our point that okay it was cold to play yeah. out there. yes yes you yes you did <laughs> y- yes you did and I will I will we will discuss that <laughs> in in a minute <laughs> Okay. So but really, go ahead. We went out there, and um, you ended up coming out there with us and playing in the snow with us, and it was really just a fun day. We just played and goofed around, and I can't remember even how long we even stayed out there for, but it was just one of those magical moments where you kind of take a break from the normal day-to-day stuff and everyone just kind of let the hair down a little bit and it was just a ton of fun yeah <laughs> so to 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 show the show the other point of view of that day as, <laughs> as surprised as I were that you did not remember me singing you the songs even though you um you never remember me singing them to the younger kids I was shocked that that was your memory and and you're you're right that Blizzard came through on the on the night before you guys were supposed to go back to school after Chris after a two week Christmas break. Oh gosh! And like, it had been one of the coldest snowy Christmas breaks damn. on record, and we had spent most of the two weeks in the house. So imagine my disappointment. Well, as an parent now, I can I can see your side. <laughs> why a snow day is not appreciated it was announced there was no school you kids were ecstatic and you began doing exactly what kids do um and you began to fight they tried to break up the fights you tell me you were bored and i said outside you go so you know i mean i don't remember the temperature but it wasn't it was cold i mean it was cold so you know, snowsuits, boots, mittens, scarves, hats. It's like all of you look like Ralphie from the Christmas story. Right, right. And I would just send all of you out. <laughs> and uh, you'd be like, there's nobody out here. I'm like, have fun. Close there's the door. Out here. <laughs> that, on a block full of children. <laughs> and you are the only family standing out there in post-blizzard weather. Oh, man. <laughs> That means I, I was so grumpy and you guys would be knocking on the door. Mom, can we come in? No, go play. 
go play. And now I must say, though, um, that there were things to do. So we lived in the Midwest. There were no fences. And so our yard and our neighbor's yard, you know, were combined. And there was a nice hill for sledding. We had a pond. You could have gone ice skating, played ice hockey. Winnie was out there with you. Our dog was out there with you. I mean, she could have run around with her. I... There, there were things to do, but after about, I don't know, about 10 minutes, mom, it's cold. Nobody's out here. Nobody, it's, nobody else's mom is making them play. I would bring you back in. Then we would take off the hats, the mittens, the scarves, the coats, the snowsuits, and the boots. Right. Right. Throw them in the dryer. No sooner did I did do that, but you guys would start firing again. Okay. <laughs> As, okay. Out you go again. <laughs> everybody outside and uh, that cycled around two or three times and after about the third time of coming back in because you know now it was going to be frostbite and well, yeah I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure <laughs> somewhere in our dramatic you know teenager child minds we were imagining our oh. toes were yeah and I think falling off. I think you were a teenager but I think Michael was probably six so it was down you know kind of yeah young um but you know when you've got kids yelling at the door that they can't feel their fingers that they're frostbitten and that they're cold and nobody else is outside and they want to come in you know so I would bring you back in and every time this this repeated itself I would get grumpier and grumpier well finally after about the the third or fourth time I said okay that's it we're all going outside, including me, and we're going to stay outside for one hour. And we're going to love it. Play. Gosh darn it. That's right. We're going to have fun. We're going to love it. And let's go. So um, we get out there, and we, we did. We, sled, we, we, we played on the sled down the hill and threw some snow around. But 10 minutes out there, I'm like, man, it's cold. I think I'm getting frostbite. <laughs> there there's nobody else out here. And it wasn't, it wasn't the powdery snow. It was the cold. It, it hurt going down the sled. I would fall off the sled with you kids. And I'm like, that snow hurts. I go back inside. What kind of a deranged person makes her children go out and play? A woman two weeks after a Christmas break looking Very at a blizzard of another few days off of school. That's right. And well, and, and in fact, you were off a full week. It was a really, it was, I think it was like 24 inches of, of, of that icy snow. And there, there, it was a long, it was a long week. Anyway, we came back in at that point then I put you guys in front of a movie, made dinner and we, we went to bed. I felt like I had failed that day. I felt like I was not winning any awards and it shocked me that somewhere in that day after the after the 20 minutes or the 20 mistakes that I made the one thing I did became one of your favorite memories and I think I think that that can tells us a lot about um, mothering and being too hard on ourselves and thinking we can plan out everything which we cannot and how forgiving of our bad moments our kids can be not that we shouldn't strive to, you know, to be our best, but right. our kids don't 
tally in every single bad moment and um, hold it over our heads for 20 years. It, it no. kind of falls through this like, you know, childhood brain sieve where that kind of stuff gets set aside. And what really remains is, you know what? My mom went out there and played in the snow with us. And it was a ton of fun. Yes. Yes. And I think that was really one of the very first experiences I had as a, I wasn't an empty nester yet because I still had children at home, but that started this 2020 vision of, Oh, wait a minute. Right. My, my kids don't get up every morning and start looking for all the ways that I was a bad mother. Right, right. They, they get up and they, they are happy that I'm there and we get through the day and it's in these everyday, it's in, it, it's in these everyday moments um, that these memories, these memories are made and they don't, you know, you had no idea that that was one of my worst mothering days. No, not at all. And, um, you know, you can't, you can't always control every moment that happens with your kids. So in anticipation of recording tonight for this podcast, I thought I would ask some of my kids what their favorite uh, memories were. Yes. I have learned that a key to successful parenting is if you set that bar really low, your expectations, (laughs) apparently... The most everyday things seem amazing. Some of their favorite memories were going and playing at the park and then coming home and reading a story or um, going to the library once a week, playing outside. Like, like, like <laughs> done, nailed it. Like, I, That's right. Parenting for the win. That's right. They mentioned this one game that we used to play. Do you remember the show um, Wipeout? Yes, I love Wipeout. I'm not even sure if it's still on. I don't, I don't know what re- reruns are they are yes but we would watch the show and just die laughing it was hysterical so one random night we decided to do our own family wipeout course and we lived oh in a little apartment so we got out pool noodles and couch cushions <laughs> and the kids had to climb from like couch to couch and my husband and I you know well you know Ms. Ben but yeah <laughs> He, you know, he and I were throwing pillows at them and, you know, swinging pillows <laughs> at, at them and, you know, kind of pushing them off the couch as the, you know, <laughs> the motivator, you were the motivator part. Yes. yes. So we had um, couch cushions on the floor and so we would knock them off the couch as the motivator. <laughs> and so that was a ton of fun, but, um, you know, they just didn't really require any real fanfare or crazy planning involved. I mean, Right. One of my daughter's remembers one of her favorite things was being able to um, have full access to all of my spices one day, just getting out spices, putting them in muffin tins, mm-hmm. and then she cracked some eggs into it. And if I'm being honest, I was just having a rough day and I didn't care what that child did as long as she's right. in the house where I could, you know, right. keep an eye on her. But that was one of her favorite, you know, childhood memories. <laughs> and, and, and I, I think we shocked. Yes, and and I and I think this is just really something to to take in as a mother. I mean, yes, we do. We plan fun things, absolutely, of course. We plan trips, vacation, you know, different right. vacations. We and those are fun. Plan, of course, we'll fun outings, a girls' day. We go get our nails done. Right. You know, all of those things, yes, are part of their childhood. 
But I think we, going back to the theme that I always talk about is we give too much weight to days that we think we aren't our best. And right. we think that this is what the kids are going to remember. And it, and it is not. And, and whatever the careful planning is, even though they might remember some of those things, we need to be prepared that they really may not be their favorite memories. Right. And, and that, um, so after you and I talked, I got a little curious and I thought I am going to ask the kids what their favorite memory is because I was sure somebody would, would, you know, anyway, I was curious and I was hoping that I would get, you know, Oh, all your silly songs, which I did not. Um, so I, I wrote them, I wrote them down and they're actually, they're in this chapter. So I just thought I would just read them and, uh, awesome. Okay, so um, starting at the top, these were my kids' favorite memories growing up. Mom and I sitting by the fire reading books and eating red vines. <laughs> now that, I remember that memory, and that is one of my favorite ones. Doesn't get better or more simple than that. No. Renting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part 2 and eating pizza as a family. Oh, that's because for our younger listeners, way back in the day, you could go to a place called Block buster <laughs> and you could rent vhs tapes before the days of streaming you had to actually go to a store rent the movie and heaven help you if you own that or if you keep that vhs longer than your what was it like 36 or 48 hour rental yeah. or if you didn't rewind it like collection agencies were coming yeah, and knocking on your door that's right that's right um renting a super nintendo and mom playing super mario brothers with us uh, lying to us about our Christmas presents in order to maximize the surprise factor on Christmas Day. <clears throat> Letting me pretend to be a fireman, archaeologist, and ghostbuster all in one day. That's a, that is a busy... Which sibling was that? Because that is a busy day. <laughs> it is a busy day. I, I think that was Eric. Yeah, it yeah. was Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Love Eric you, Eric. Is my, oh, yes, Eric is my uh, number, number fourth child and... Uh, Cute. Um, okay. Uh, supporting me at soccer, even though she knew none of the rules. That was Daniel. <laughs> and it's a true statement. Um, every time he ran, I just screamed and yelled, yay. I, I don't know if he was running, running in the right direction or not, but I never knew. Oatmeal bass when we had chicken pox. Singing us to sleep with You Are My Sunshine and other songs. Thank you very much to that child. That, that was probably Caroline. It, it was Caroline. And oh. she does have a little bit greater share of the inheritance. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. And I can't even be mad about that because she's amazing. <laughs> no, yeah. And it's fair. Um, being an active partner to help us solve our own problems and teaching us that every problem has a solution. Coming to cross country and track meets all over the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Taking me to Pizza Hut to get a cheese pizza just for me, which is a Home Alone reference. That was, that was Daniel and we would go and like, errands right. and I would bribe them, and we found a McDonald's that actually did pizza. Wow. So that was how I bribed them to just to be a good sport about the errands, and um, wait, wait, I would wait, always wait. just say to him, here's a cheese pizza just for you. Okay, but can we go back to, why Why is that not a thing anymore? I don't know. It should be. Can we it do a podcast be. soon about things that are no longer around? <laughs> yes. Yes, be. we should. Yes. But, you know, we didn't have any, all the drive-thrus and the curbside pickups, so at least I had something. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> walking to Maid Marion Park with Winnie, our dog, pretending not to know about her sneak attacks on the presents early Christmas morning. I didn't care as long as I didn't have to get up before six o'clock in the morning. You could, you they kept could sneak attack. For two hours. <laughs> That's right. You could sneak attack all you wanted. When I was in Little League and had to play a game without my glasses, and I was so scared they would hit a ball to me in the right field. Sure enough, they did, and I could barely see it. But by some miracle, I caught it. You told me afterwards that as soon as you saw the ball fly into the air, you said a little prayer to help me catch it. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Supporting me in getting my Eagle Scout. Buying us nets to catch frogs in the pond. Signing me up for a nature class and letting me go exploring afterwards at Sippo Lake with Mark Barner. Oh, fun. Never... <laughs> Isn't that I remember Sippo Lake. Um, that must have been Williams, right? It was William, and this this kid, this Mark Barner, was such a is such a nice uh, kid, and they would go to this adventure thing, and then they would just go hiking. And one day we would, I would pick them up at a certain place on the trail, um, at a designated time. One day those two boys came rip roaring out of that, out of the out of the woods, and they had hornets chasing them. They're jumping in the car. And go, go, mom, go. So he just took off and left the hornets in our dust. It was pretty, pretty funny. Um, the, and then just the last two is the start of summer break family meeting where we would make lists of all the fun stuff we wanted to do that summer. And every time I'd leave to go somewhere, you'd always say the same thing. Remember who you are. Um, and then if I remember correctly, dad would add, and don't let it bother you. Is and don't right? let it bother you. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I would say, remember who you are. And dad would yell wherever he was in the house. And don't let it bother you. <laughs> so I don't know. You know, this, this, this list of memories, I mean, some of them I don't remember. Right. None of them really cost much money or any really kind of planning on my part. It's just the every day to day. Just life. the day-to-day life. And I think we can have confidence in that, that as we go throughout our day and we are just who we are. And I think this also speaks to mothering, mothering according to who you are, right. not according to who you think you have to be right. or what you think you have to be doing. You just be yourself. That's all your kids want. They want you. And as you go throughout your day and you sing your silly songs and you make your mistakes, the kids are not looking at that. They're, they're at your mistakes. They're just, they're laughing with you. They're sometimes laughing at you. I mean, it's I, mean I, I never laughed at you. No, no, but nor I, would you, nor but would I you. William did. <laughs> I'll be calling William tomorrow. But, but my point is, is that when we, when we mother according to who we are, when we just go through our days, memories are made, lasting favorite memories are made that our children will, will cherish and, and remember for their whole lives. And we, and we leave that legacy of love with our children forever. If you get curious, ask your children, what is your favorite memory? And then sit back and be prepared to be surprised. We are out of time. And as always, thanks again for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, You can read this chapter from my book on my website, onemomtoanother.com, complete with some pictures. Um, No, no pictures of that day. 
Um, but later on in the week when I was feeling a little bit better and not so grumpy and the kids were out playing um, in, a, in a little bit warmer temperatures, I went out and took some pictures of them and included them in the article. Um, and always remember, you're doing better than you think. And as a little note to my children here, um, I would still like it if you sing my silly songs at my funeral. Thanks. See you next time. I need some harmony.